welcome to Astrology and Stuff, where we try to talk about serious subjects without taking ourselves too seriously. I'm your host and sacred clown, Sampriti. Thank you for being here. Welcome to the first episode of I Finally Did It. <laughs> and hopefully this is the first of many episodes. Um, I can't shut up about astrology. Uh, I don't have clients all day, every day, so I don't have the ability to talk about it all the time. Uh, so I made up a podcast so that I could do just that. Plus, y'all have a lot of questions, and honestly, so do I. And I would love to start answering those. And we're both learning together, uh, quite literally, because this, as I said, is my very first venture into recording. Um, so I'm going to stumble. I'm going to be messy. If you know anything about human design, there's a three in my profile. So I like things messy. I like things experimental. Uh, my ego sure as hell doesn't, but, um, that is the way that my body likes to do things. So here we go. So so I wanted a platform where I could, of course, discuss astrology and answer questions and um, provide a resource for all of the clients and friends and family, whoever I'm speaking astrology to and with. Um, they they want more. They they want to learn, and uh, just like I did, and just like I continue to. Um, so I definitely wanted to just get into this and provide something of a learning resource, but I really wanted it to be uh, free enough to explore because astrology didn't happen to me in a vacuum. Um, there was was and is a lot of other um, things at play that kind of dumped me into a life where astrology was my framework uh, for experiencing myself and the world around me. Um, and it just works. It just, it helps me. It's incredibly helpful. Um, it's mysterious. I'll never stop learning about it. Um, I'll never, I don't think I'll ever master it because I don't, honestly, I don't experience astrology as something to be mastered. Um, I don't experience myself or any other part of my life as something to be mastered. Um, I want to play with this. I want to learn from this. I want to utilize this beautiful language of, again, experiencing myself and the world around me um, as a, a function or a pathway to just enjoying myself a whole hell of a lot more, right? Um, so I wanted the the podcast to include and stuff because <laughs> there's a lot of stuff there. There's healing. There is, uh, you know, mind blowing um, courses in our life that just kind of take us out at the knees, and we find ourselves starting from from you know a very blank slate, and that's scary and exciting and all of that, and um, anything that. Anytime that we are led to something like astrology, like human design, like uh, witchcraft, like magic, whatever the modality is, it's because we are yearning for a 
way to express ourselves in the most fundamental of ways. So um, I'm really excited to be here finally, and I'm so excited and honored that y'all are here. Okay, let's establish the vibe, shall we? Um, if I haven't done so already, this is not a serious podcast. <laughs> I jammed that into the title because <laughs> I really wanted to, I really wanted to lead with that, that this is not a place where, um, I get too serious. Um, that is something that seriousness and over seriousness has always been something that stands in the way of my greater learning instead of helping me to my greater learning. Um, And I honestly think that that's like my main lesson in this life is to remember that again and again and again. Um, Because when we're talking paradigm shifts, uh, healing trauma, um, coming into a deeper connection with ourselves and with those with whom we're in relationship, um, that feels so, it is big. It's absolutely big. It is existential. But I think um, along the way, we've conflated existential and important with super duper serious and rigid, right? I know that when I get rigid in my beliefs about something, um, my higher self, the universe, God, uh, whomever is going to come out and like bitch slap me across the face and say, you got to loosen up girl, because you're not, you're missing a lot by being so rigid, by being so serious. You're missing it. Um, and I don't want to miss shit. This is also a a podcast where I curse a lot. So (laughs) there you go. I can't help it. Or actually, I I could help it, but it's too much effort too. And I'm not going to help it. Um, Plus it's seasoning, right? Um, So this podcast is, my aim is to be accessible, meaning there's a lot of information coming at you. And that nervous system of yours Uh, the best way for that nervous system to receive that information, and so it's helpful to you, is for you to be relaxed. Maybe you're laughing or rolling your eyes at my jokes or my attitude. (laughs) Um, But this, life's too, plus life's too short. Life's too short for another like super serious uh, hour with somebody droning on and on and on about something that, yeah, they may know a lot about, but it's not interesting to listen to. So I'm your girlfriend. I'm here. We're sitting over coffee or another beverage, and we're just shooting the shit. But hopefully this is going to be, um, this is going to be something that you can listen to again and again and again, just kind of layer in and help you develop a a sense of confidence around your own astrology. And as we continue to on together in the podcast through the episodes, I'm going to have guests on. We're going to be talking about all the subjects, okay? I want this to be a wide open field, a wide open space. Cue the Dixie Chicks. Um, I will spare you from my own uh, rendition of that one. <laughs> um, so that's the vibe, that's kind of, that's what I'm, 
I'm putting out here. Um, and why astrology? So why am I beginning with astrology? Why am I an astrologer? Why is it something that I can't shut up about and choose not to? Um, I wrote next to my notes just because, <laughs> because that, um, that's the foundation is, and that's what I'd like to kind of the, the spirit of things that I'd like to impart to you, gentle listener. Um, we don't need really big capital B, big capital I important reasons to kind of become obsessed with things. Okay. We're humans we're souls and spirits, we're energy that in, in my belief system and my opinion chose to be embodied. We chose to have these experiences. We chose to fuck up. We chose to connect with each other. We chose to be messy and tidy it up and learn. Um, and honestly, that is reason enough uh, that for me, that's, that's reason enough to do anything is just because, because I'm here and life is short, but because I'm not all Pisces, <laughs> uh, just my moon and Mercury. Um, let's get into the details of that. Uh, why astrology? Well, astrology, number one, it's ancient. It's very ancient. It's a language that is, has been preferred by, um, just millennia worth of, of humans, um, to describe what they experience internally and externally. And we'll get way deeper into, we'll go down all those rabbit holes. Um, when I talk about internally, because you're like, Sampriti, the planets are out there. The, the sun's out there. I'm looking at it. How can it be inside myself? Well, just sit tight because we'll get there. <laughs> but um, people have been describing, and when we talk about describing the world around them, what we're really talking about is describing their relationship to the world around them, their ability to relate, to be in relationship with their life, the internal environment as well as the external environment. And so astrology is a language, a vast, vast, and incredibly detailed, incredibly nuanced language that honestly, we don't come, we don't introduce ourselves or we don't get introduced to astrology via details, via the microscopic. We get introduced to astrology you know, we all have our own experience, but I'm talking more of the, hmm, just how it lays in the culture, how it just kind of is. We, we come to it via observation, um, whether we are conscious of this or not. Like we can open up, we can be kids and like open up the newspaper and find our horoscope or open up the, the magazine and find our horoscope. That's kind of conscious interaction. But way before that, we come into a relationship with astrology unconsciously because every day we notice that the sun is up. And then eventually, like when we get old enough as kids, we're looking out the, the window in the backseat of the car, our mom's driving us home from somewhere and it's at night and the moon is up and 
it's big and it's beautiful and it's, it's, it's almost round. It's not quite round, but it's round ish. It seems to be following us. And perhaps we, you know, two weeks later, we're again taking a car ride with our moms. It's at night. And number one, the moon is a completely different shape. And it's in a different spot in the sky than it was the last time. Instead of kind of a big, roundish, beautiful orb, it's this crescent. It looks like the, the, the top of my fingernail. That's not true because I bit my fingernails from the time I was five until the time I was like 35. So <laughs> I envied the fingernails who had that beautiful white crescent. <laughs> um, but it's shifted. Why? Why is it different? And why is it in a different spot at this time of night, the same time of night? Okay. We're starting to interact. Then we start even further as we, um, as we get older and we start developing relationships, um, we interact with different personalities and we interact with different parts of our own personality and we start to categorize things. We start to, to gently, but fundamentally categorize different types of personalities, different types of people, different ways of feeling in our body. And then if we, we have uteruses, if we're born, you know, with, with uterus parts, um, and that type of body, we get to a certain time in our life and our bodies start following a cycle, a very dramatic cycle. And this is us just by being in the world, just by being in a human body, if that's how you identify, (laughs) um, just by being here, we are in relationship with cycles. We are in relationship with archetypes. So archetypes is a big, fancy, um, psychologically based word that describes, I like to think of them as stencils, right? I almost, I, uh, in like, visioning and if I get really Pisces and go really far out there, I experience astrology, like the, the, the astrological signs, the constellations are these stencils that are, um, that the light of the sun and, or that their own light, but also the light of the sun, that's very special solar energy is moving through and it's stenciling this very specific pattern on the earth. And it decorates the earth with a very specific pattern of, of energy and of information because all information comes down to the light particle, right? Or the sound waves. But if you break down a sound wave uh, enough, it too becomes a particle, right? So this is all vibrational speaking, et cetera, getting kind of far out there. So I'm going to rein myself in, um, but why astrology? It's because from, in my opinion, and believe me, this podcast is a language that is very specific to my own, a perspective that is very specific to my own. Please be critical listeners and critical thinkers. Again, take what you, take what feels good, leave the rest. Do your own homework by living. Um, 
if you if you hear a, a squeak in the background, that's my cat. She does not meow. She only squeaks. And she's upset about being on the other side of a, a closed door. So anyway, astrology. Um, this is... We're, we're experiencing astrology, whether we're conscious of it or not. That's my opinion. Um, and it's because astrology utilizes these patterns, these stencils called archetypes through which everything else gets expressed, right? We all know, oh, the archetype. Oh, she's such an Aries. We're describing an archetype. Oh God, what a, what a Scorpio, man. She was deep and intense and wonderful. Uh, we're describing an archetype, okay? And I have all the love for Scorpios. So um, so yeah, that's why astrology. Um, and getting a little bit more into the details, let's talk about what is astrology and what is not astrology, okay? Um Astrology is, I'll say this ad nauseum, astrology is a language. It's a, a way to describe what we observe. Talked a lot about that. What we observe around us and within us and how we correlate it to specific experiences, events, um, such as, to put it in very simple terms, such as, um, I'm observing the sun rising. Oh, and now it's warm. Okay, I've observed the sun rising and I'm correlating it to the temperature rising, you know, in the earth, the, the warm sunshine, it's warming the earth. That must happen every time the sun is up. Interesting. We've observed um, data and, and like correlated it. We've observed something and correlated to it, it to a specific something else. Well, we just get... <laughs> We get more and more detailed with that. Suddenly, we're observing that um, the sun is rising at a different, kind of a different time throughout the year. And at certain times of the year, it repeats itself, right? It just keeps repeating itself. So we can now kind of depend upon, it's repeated itself so much that we can depend that we know that when the sun is going to rise at this, you know, point in the day, we know that other things are going to happen too. Like, oh, the, the sap's going to start running in the maple trees. Oh, the dogwoods are, are budding. Oh, the tulips are coming up. Oh, the crops are coming in. Oh, the, the ewes are lambing. The mama sheep are having baby sheep, right? So these are all things that humans have um, have, uh, observed and correlated and built their lives around. And I'm going to say built our lives around, because what do you think we're made of? We're made of all that DNA. <laughs> we have all that ancestry going on millions of years, really of hominins and hominids and homo sapiens evolving and being in relationship with the world around them and really, and then kind of attuning their own behavior and their own experience to how they can move within and without of the world. So astrology is to bring it back down to earth. Astrology is a way of describing 
um, of observing information and or happenings, phenomena, we'll make it fancy, observing phenomena, and then correlating that phenomena, uh, organizing it so that it describes kind of its relationship, that phenomena's relationship with all these other things, because there are no coincidences. Um, Aliza Kelly, uh, shout out to Aliza Kelly, tank, T-A-N-C. There are no coincidences. Everything's connected. Um, what is an astrology? Astrology is not a religion. I very recently got, uh, shouted out (laughs) indirectly via a, a review of a podcast that I guested on, was lucky enough to guest on, um, last year. Uh, and the person was like, Stop bringing astrologers and Wiccans. Neither of us are, he shouted out somebody else too, and neither of us are Wiccans. That was hilarious. Um, uh, Stop bringing uh, astrologers and Wiccans on to shove religion down my throat. This is a movies podcast, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Their astrology is not a religion. (laughs) Astrology used to, astrology and astronomy used to be the same thing. Okay, and then our our tools got our tools evolved, our language evolved, and they they splintered off, and that's a whole different uh, discussion there. But astrology is not a religion; it is much more closely related to a science than it is a religion. Um, and is astrology a science? That's a can of worms that I'm not going to take today to to open up. And that's a deeply personal experience. Um, how we experience science really is discussing how we experience truth. And good God, that's... <laughs> we're all asking those questions now, right? Uh, some Sometimes a little bit messier than others, (laughs) but astrology is not a religion. I used to believe, uh, and I'm going to get into my own personal journey here in a bit. Um, I used to, to, I used to think that astrology was satanic. I thought that it was evil. I thought that it would take me away from, um, the things that I was supposed to, uh, believe in to get me to heaven. So I wouldn't suffer anymore, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, astrology is not a religion. And so whether or not you identify as a religious person, whether you used to be a religious person and you know, you're not anymore for what, whatever reason, or you're differently religious or, Oh, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual, that kind of thing. Astrology, um, we, we can tend to, we have the human tendency to take whatever that impacts us, that, um, that feels like really expansive to us, something that is suddenly really interesting and useful, like astrology, and we have the tendency to make it the thing, like capital T, the capital T thing. Like, this is it. This is it. And we, we give it a lot of power that's necessary. That's necessary. Um, we have to play with giving things power in our lives in order to feel our own power. So what methodologies like astrology and human design, you can just boot up Instagram and you'll see you get 
30 astrologers and they're going to say 30 different things about uh, the moon is in Pisces. They're going to have 30 different takes on it. And a lot of them will overlap, but what they're doing, what we are doing, I'll put myself definitely in that, that camp. Um, we are expressing this, this, uh, hmm, almost said science. Um, we are expressing this information. There we go. We're expressing this information through our own filters. And so when you get people, especially for the last couple of years, and again, I'm in that camp who are doing a lot of healing work around healing their own relationship with religion, healing their own relationship with dogma. If you don't know what that word is, go look it up. Um, healing their own relationship with, you know, authority issues and power structures and, um, divesting from codependency, all of that sexy language. Um, we have the tendency to go really hard with this methodology because one of the biggest reasons is because religion, um, um, spiritual teachings like capital S spirit, capital T teachings, those kinds of things, they offer containers, they offer community and they offer a sense of safety of like, Oh, this is the way it is. Therefore I can know what to expect. And this is a, a safe foundation on to which to you know, build my life and to experience and to ideate. And this is safe. This feels safe. We all need that. But the thing is, is methodologies like astrology are always going to wiggle, find, they're always going to wiggle out of that over categorization that we project onto them. Like I'll, I'll personal story, um, super, super yogi, super A plus yogi over here, uh, been practicing, since 2007 and, um, and life fell apart beautifully, majestically, horribly, messily, uh, in many ways from the inside out, um, in 2016, 2017, I found a new methodology of yoga. Um, it, it's very structured. It's very, uh, has a lot of science language around it. And it was exactly what I needed. I needed that structure. I, there's a lot of dogma in it as well. I needed that dogma to help um, kind of usher me from one big worldview paradigm that I was I had outgrown into the next paradigm. Paradigm meaning the way I see the world, the way I be in myself, okay? Massive healing, okay? A lot of people would label this an awakening. And honestly, this happened to a lot of us in 2017. Um, so I'm in this yoga. I'm do. I'm getting up at 4 a.m. I'm doing it. I'm chanting, you know, mantra for a couple hours on end. At times, I'm getting into the teacher trainings. I'm traveling across the country. Da 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 da. I am in it. Like I am gripping hard to this this um, this methodology because of what it's doing for me. Okay. And then suddenly it shifted. I didn't feel that, um, I wasn't having the same experience. I was having that experience of like, oh, this is really doing something for me with different things. 
Okay. And so it was a chapter. It was a chapter. And there are plenty of people out there, whether it's yoga, whether it's AA, whether it, whatever it is, they live their whole lives and that, that thing supports them their entire life. That's incredible. That's, that's wonderful. That's a different story. My story includes a lot of chapters. Okay. So if I go into astrology and, and it's like, this is this and this, and I have the calendars and, oh, well, you know, the, you know, cancer, you know, cancerians, we can't do this, da, 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 da. then I'm going to, that, that methodology doesn't want to be set up on the pedestal to kind of anthropomorphize it. That methodology was not meant to, does not want to be put on the pedestal of power that I have given it. And therefore it's going to fail right? Because it was never meant for that. It's going to shift. And so what astrology isn't, it's not something that is rigid. There are very specific, there's math all, all over the fucking place (laughs) in astrology. There's math and math is math. Um, but as far, but that math is a descriptor. It helps describe a way of personal self experience and expression. And if we are one thing, we are not rigid. Even our bones, even our bones have waves in them and they, they break themselves down and they rebuild themselves. They're con- they're dynamic. They're constantly moving. And astrology is constantly shifting. It's shifting us. It's shifting the, the relationship of the stars to the earth. And here we go. Um, spoiler alert. I refer to the earth as Gaia a lot. So there you go. Uh, the stars relationship to Gaia shifts because our solar system is shifting. The earth is, is moving just centimeter by centimeter all the time. So we're never rigid. We're never static. We're constantly in relationship, a moving dynamic relationship. And that, what, what that means, like how to use that information, what that means is when we find ourselves gripping too tightly to, but this is what the book said, but this is what the astrologer said, but this is what I know to be true about this sign our humanity and our dynamism and our vitality is going to come up and bitch slap us like, yes, it said that, but instead of this or that, how about we include both? You can, you can believe what that book said, or you can believe what that astrologer said and receive this new information coming up. How can they cohabitate? How can they live in um, an ecological sanctuary together. Um, yes. So my personal journey with astrology, um, I, I had my, my son, um, well, my very first memory, honestly, is, uh, I remember being a very little girl and, you know, your mom holds you and, um, I'm looking down at my, I would always look down at my mom's hands because they were always there. It was beautiful. And I'm so blessed and lucky. Um, and she had this, this mark on the, like the, we would call it the Venus mound. It's the, the 
the squishy part at the base of your thumb on your palm into that kind of pillow. Um, and she had a marking, uh, and she has a lot of freckles. She's covered in freckles, but I remember noticing like, these are not freckles. This is different from her freckles. Um, and I asked her, I was like, when I was old enough, I asked her, I was like, what's this? And she was like, oh, and she was so embarrassed. She's like, that's a tattoo. (laughs) I was like, really? And she's like, yeah, I gave myself a tattoo in my room when I was a teenager. And I was like, (laughs) looking back, like the most badass thing. Um, and I was like, what, what's the tattoo? Cause it was just a, it was a symbol, uh, that I didn't recognize. She says, that's my, that's my astrological symbol. That's, uh, I'm a Leo and that's the sun because the sun is, um, the planet for Leo. And that was my very first introduction into astrology. And the great thing is, is that mom, um, does not have a personal relationship with, uh, astrology. She has a personal relationship with Jesus and it's beautiful and, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) But she was my, my first teacher into this. And, um, and then I had a son of my own and I was gifted a natal chart reading as a baby shower gift from a good friend. And that was my, I, I, I took my, my son, both of my kids were born a month early. And so I was able to take my newborn son to, um, this natal chart reading, uh, before, you know, after he was born when it was gifted to me. Um, and he, um, he's a Sagittarius, uh, sun rising and Mercury and just that whole experience, uh, with the astrologer and looking down at my teeny tiny little bird of a baby boy and having, and she sent me home, the astrologer sent me home with this huge folder of all of his, his reading, his information and his star chart. And I remember feeling so resourced as a parent be like, Oh, like I, I know I'm, I'm learning about, you know, all of the other parenting things, but I'm also, I get to have this information of how, how he's made up in this way. This is really, really cool. It was like getting, um, a DNA profile of him. Um, it was that detailed and I felt like that resourced around it. And so I started studying just very, uh, informally. I started studying astrology and that was nearly 10 years ago. And I, um, through that time of like all the yoga and making the shifts in my life, um, my studies got more and more formal and I experienced astrology then and much of the way that I experience human design now in that there are definitely seasons. I can sense when my system is much more amenable to lots of detailed information and I, I drink it up, I read the book, I listen to all the podcasts, I, I'm in my, my chart like every other minute, I'm in my husband's chart any other, every other minute, of course my friend, I'm asking for my friend's birth 
<laughs> info. Um, and then there are times where like I try to engage with, especially with like human design, but back then with the astrology of like, oh, it's not going anywhere. I'm full. Like this is going right over my head. I'm glazing over. So bringing that back to you, gentle listener, um, you'll, you will probably be experiencing um, these methodologies and your journey through them in a seasonal cyclical way. Okay. When you have interest, go for it. Fill yourself up. When you lose interest, let it go. Let yourself rest. The interest will come back. This is not um, developing practices around your astrology can definitely aid in embodying astrology. And we'll get into like, what is embodied astrology in a little bit. Um, but make, you know, doing the, doing like the daily research into your chart into your horoscope and the, um, all of the apps and stuff like that, as long as that serves you, as long as it gives you information that is helpful and liberating then absolutely, right? We're, 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 in re- we're in right relationship with the information, with this part of ourselves. Now, as soon as I open up the app and I feel stressed or I feel like I have to fit in somehow to this information um, or it's just kind of glazing over, that's when I know it's time to experience my astrology in a different way. And that's just kind of integrating it. Um, practicing more self-love, practicing more self-acceptance. Um, because a lot of us come to the um, relationship with astrology and human design and these methodologies from a place of needing to, we feel that pressure to uh, self-improve. And that's another thing that astrology is not. It is not a self-help book because we are perfect. I'm just going to lay that out here right now. We are perfect. We are complete. We are experiments. Yes. But we are here to do just that. We're here to experiment. We're not here to get it right. There's nothing to get right. There's nothing to get wrong. And I'm speaking in a purely like highest self, talking to your soul level. Now, talking to the, the person who, you know, yelled at their kid or yelled at themselves and treated, you know, treated themselves harmfully. That's the human. That's a different, there, there are always ways that we can treat ourselves and each other better. Obviously, 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 obviously. But I'm talking about like on the existential level, we are good. We're fine. We're fine. We're here to play. We're here to explore. We're here to create. We're here to love. Okay. Um, and that will, that main theme uh, expresses itself very, very differently in a very nuanced way, depending on a lot of things. Okay. I'm not, um, I'm not spiritual bypassing here. I'm not sugarcoating any, you know, trauma. Um, it's just, it's, it's the math of the universe. It's the math of what is. So astrology is not a, something that we use just another thing we use to beat ourselves over the head with because we are, we don't like who we are. We don't like our situation 
and um, we, we don't have the patience, right? So we try to force ourselves into these methodologies. And guys, I'm talking to myself before I, I'm talking to any of you. So I'm right, right along with you. Um, astrology is not a self-harm tool. Human design is not a self-harm tool. Um, and oh yeah, my, my personal journey with astrology. I'm sorry, I got went off the, the deep end there for a minute. Um, because that's honestly, that, that's, uh, that's a description of a a huge time period as I, as I really got deep into astrology and started learning how to express it, not just receive the information and make it make sense inside of me, but I started communicating it. And honestly, guys, the more that I communicate, the more that I communicated and like brought it into language, um, the more the the information kind of shaped itself into self-love, more further language around self-love, further language around self-acceptance. Like, oh, here's another vocabulary, one that just happens to be really resonant with me that I can use to describe how I can accept myself, how I don't have to you know, think of myself as a square pig in a round hole and try to, um, shove myself into that. It's like, we're not pegs. <laughs> we're, we're human beings. Um, and, and through communicating and receiving and processing through the, the lens of astrology, I was really able to, and am able to be a lot kinder to myself and a lot more optimistic about my trajectory. Um, learning how to manage my energy. Human design helps a lot with that. A lot with that. That is the bread and butter, in my opinion, of human design. Is like how to manage your damn energy. Um, and so, yeah, I. it was fast forward to April of 2020. And I'm in my yoga cohort and it's international and, and it's, um, digital. So, and then it's April of 2020. So we're, we're all on zoom for everything. Um, and my teacher, she said, we're all in quarantine. We're all like a month into quarantine nearly. And what are we need you? What are you, what do you have hiding under a bushel that, um, the rest of us could really use right now. How can you help your sisters? Cause it was a cohort of women and, um, and I, a bunch of things like popped up in my head. I have, cause I, I have a long and varied career, um, in nursing and, um, nutrition and yoga construction, <laughs> all of that. And so a, a couple of things popped up and I put them out there. And I just, we just kind of all let each other know what our gifts were and, and said, Hey, come, come hang, come, how can you, how can you benefit? And one of them was astrology readings. And that was by far the, the one that was absolutely the most popular. Like suddenly I was talking to 20 different people in, in the span of like two weeks all around the world and and just kind of talking to them about their natal chart and giving them language or sharing with them language that I learned. 
And that's how, that's how the business started. Um, and over the last two years, I, I created a business and, um, and goodness knows any of you entrepreneurs out there, you know, <laughs> how much of a, um, a hero's journey <laughs> creating a businesses and bringing, um, bringing entrepreneurship into the field, how much, how incredible, uh, that is and how challenging that is. Um, and so, yeah, for the last two years, I've been a professional astrologer as well as a professional, couple other things. And, um, throughout the time have, have added human design to my study. And I do offer human design, uh, readings in addition to natal chart readings, the human design readings are definitely 101, um, just kind of introducing, shepherding people into the language of human design. Um, and as my, my expertise in that field grows, obviously my offerings will grow too. Um, but yeah, that's what I do as much as humanly possible. Um, I take people through their natal charts. I take people through the transits that they're going through, meaning, how their natal chart uh, responds and is relationship responds to and is in relationship with what's going on now, um, planetary wise, sign wise, because it's always moving. Uh, and I also offer astrocartography readings. Those are really cool um, because you have a natal chart, but so does the Earth. The Earth experiences the planetary bodies and the luminaries. Um, very specifically, uh, if you look at a map, um, like go Google astrocartography map and you'll see just how incredibly detailed that map is. And so when you get a, an astrocartography reading, I am, um, helping describe the relationship of your own personal astrology with the relationship of the earth. And whew, I'm going to dedicate a whole episode maybe a whole series to astro, astro cartography, including other resources that I, of course, have learned from and been influenced by, um, but beautiful. Those are my three main offerings, the, the chart readings, the astrology chart readings, um, the human design, and the astro cartography. So what can we expect in upcoming episodes? Because that's kind of all I wanted to talk about today as far as like an introduction to astrology and stuff and to myself. Um, so what's to expect? I am, um, next episode is going to begin a series. I don't know how long the series is going to be, but I want to dedicate this first series to um, the natal chart. It's, we're going to utilize, like bring in the natal chart as kind of our, our main map as a way, uh, a, a gateway to talk about all of the other fundamentals of astrology, meaning what are the signs about? What are archetypes? What, what's this thing we call houses in our, in our chart? Um, what do the numbers mean? Uh, what, do, what does planetary rulership mean? Starting using the natal chart to educate and describe all of these other massive subjects, I find, in my own opinion, is going to be the easiest way to help you um, bring that information down to earth, down into your body, 
down into your day-to-day so that it can actually fucking help you, right? So that it's actually helpful and useful and not just hot air, okay? So yeah, a journey through the natal chart, and we're going to be learning a lot. Um, And I'd like to, each episode, bring in a little segment uh, of listener Q&A. And since I don't have any listeners yet, because this isn't published, this isn't put out there yet, um, I'm starting with a question that um, that I've received from uh, probably hundreds of people. Uh, what is a birth chart? What is a natal chart? And why should I care? So I've obviously uh, described the natal chart ad nauseum so, uh, already. So I'd like to really get into that second that second one, uh, that second part of that question, why should I care? Well, number one, you don't have to care. No shoulds allowed. Stop shooting on yourself. You don't, you don't have to give two shits about your natal chart for it to work, right? Just like you don't have to, you don't have to know about your DNA for it to be able to express itself through you, but you're here, you're listening to this podcast. Um, so you do care. Um, So I would answer that question with a question, uh, infuriatingly, probably. Um, Why should you care? This is a great journal prompt. What What is my natal chart to me? What is my birth chart to me? And why do I care about it? And what this, what this does is it enables you to get into, yes, some critical thinking, but really get into your own personal motivation on why you want to embark on a journey of self-knowledge and of self-awareness. And it's a great time, especially if you're at the beginning of this journey, it's a great time to take every opportunity to fold in self-love, unconditional self-acceptance, and the like because it's a weird, weird dance we're doing of watching ourselves change, reaching for that change, recognizing our full potential, and you know, trying to get there by changing our habits and changing our belief systems and, and evolving. Evolution is change, fundamentally. But how do we, we're dancing between that drive, that pressure, because it's a very real pressure, And the gentleness of being, the acceptance of who we are, the ability to receive love exactly as we are. And that's what makes this journey sustainable because honestly, it's what the journey is about. So that's my obnoxiously oblique answer to what is a natal chart or a birth chart, and why should I care? <laughs> um, so send in those questions. Send, please send in those questions. This is where you can find me. You can find me at my website. You can find information about me um, on my website. It's www.astrogeomantica.net. That's A-S-T-R-O-G-E-O-M-A-N-T-I-C-A. Dot net, because when I was setting up in a fever pace this time last year, my website 
I looked up astrogeomantica.com and the name was already taken. That domain name was already taken. I was like, uh, who has astrogeomantica.com? I guess I'm going to have to settle for astrogeomantica.net. Well, it turns out I had bought the domain name astrogeomantica.com about a year before that in yet another Aquarius season rush to create a website, and I'd forgotten all about it. So it's astrogeomantica.net because I'm too old now to care about making it a .com and going back and repurchasing that domain name and changing everything. <laughs> so that's my website. And um, I'm very, very uh, active on Instagram. Uh, I'm uh, at Sanpriti Life. Uh, so my first name, S-A-N-P-R-I-T-I, life, um, DM me there, please contact me there. I love answering questions. Um, once I get the, this first, uh, episode rolled out, um, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna set up something special on my IG. That's where people will, will get to like interact with me specific to the podcast, like these Q and A's. Um, yeah, I'm just brainstorming a lot. I'm really excited. Um, but yeah, send me the questions, uh, book a session. If you're curious, um, people do ask a lot. Here's an actually helpful Q and a, what session do I start with? Start with the natal chart, start with the natal chart reading. Um, and if you've not had a natal chart reading and you're really interested in human design, I would still start with the natal chart reading because human design utilizes a lot of astrology. And we'll talk a lot more about that later. Oh, thank you for being here. So long. So that was our first episode of Astrology and Stuff. You can come back every Wednesday for new episodes. And you also have two ways to get bonus episodes. One on my Patreon page that link will be in the show notes, or you can subscribe to Apple Podcasts. Bonus episodes are weekly peeks into the planetary transits where we can get into the astrology of the week and how that may be affecting you in your neck of the woods. Each episode of Astrology and Stuff is written, recorded, edited, and mixed by me, Simpriti Ireland. The music you hear is an original work by Angel Wing. And again, thank you for being here.